Hello everyone, good morning. Um, again, this is Gold Balloon, and you're listening to The Treasure Chest. Um, for anyone who took a listen to my um, last post, um, my last recording, I do thank you. Um, I've just kind of been in a slump lately. And that actually brings up um, the topic for today, which is to just be open, vulnerable, and honest about, and that's my bird in the background, sorry, Um, to be open about those times when you're not feeling your best, when you feel shitty um when you feel down and you just can't really (sighs) comprehend the point of everything so um those moments they come and go for all of us but I feel like with social media I mean, you can go on Facebook and you can see all of the the great things happening for people, for your friends. And, of course, you're happy for them. It's just, it, it creates this sort of facade that nothing goes wrong in their lives. But then you feel like crap because, you know, there could be something going on in yours. So I want to urge people in their social media, and I'm not talking about, like, divulging really bad stuff or secrets or whatever, but um, to still keep your privacy, but to be more honest about things, because a lot of people don't realize that there's an in-between between these happy, wonderful moments of, like, oh, a friend getting married, um, or a friend having a kid, like, there are moments in between that aren't so happy, and it distorts just seeing those things on the end of the spectrum, um, if you can call it that, um, kind of distort reality for people um and it can be depressing and discouraging um but you don't know like just based on the post you don't know the hell that somebody went through to to get whatever it is that they're posting about that's so happy and wonderful um So I just, today I encourage people to be honest and open about their post. When you're feeling down, when you're, you know, having a bad day, you may not feel like posting it, that's fine. But don't just post the happy moments because it distorts reality for a lot of people. Um, and it, it, it just creates this depression and... You know, of course we want to post about our happy moments and the good things that happen to us, but that's not 
all of life. Um, you know, so I know with my Facebook posts, I would vent a lot and I would be like earlier on back when you had to be in college to have it. Um, I would vent and I would be very angry about, you know, some family issues and I was honest about those and, um, I wouldn't, you know, drag people into my business with all the details, but I was angry. I was fed up and, you know, not that I'm encouraging people to do that now and not that, you know, looking back on things, that's how I would want to continue to be open and honest, but I would just say, um, you know, when you're upset, if you need to vent, go ahead and do so, and don't try to have this little perfect life on Facebook, um, you know, for those of you who are trying to do that, but for the ones who are just posting happy, great moments and all that stuff, you know, just remember that you can vent there also, (laughs) um, I don't know if it really, uh, if it makes any sense, but it's just try to keep somebody else in mind, keep everyone else in mind, because we do have social media as a way to celebrate things. That's great, but other people turn that around in their minds, and I know you can't control that, but, and and the reason why I'm saying this is because you're probably doing it to yourself, looking at somebody else's feed, but um, just remember that other people are, or including yourself, are looking at that and it's distorting the reality of going through hard times so whenever you post something you know happy and great an accomplishment or whatever um you know it wouldn't hurt just to mention what you went through to get to that point so i just i urge everyone to be honest um and open if you're feeling down you know you can say that it's it's up to you it's your your business so if you don't want that out there but you know if you're feeling down just be honest about it (laughs) um because that's going to help more people than you know circulating this um this sort of facade that people don't go through that other people besides you don't go through tough times and it's just you and there's something wrong with you and um you know that type of outlook but if everybody else were to post their struggles, what they're, you know, dealing with, um, again, not in great detail, but, 
you know, just saying I'm having a down day, then I think that's that's more helpful than trying to, you know, just have all the positives up there and it distorting reality for someone else. Um, and then even for yourself and what you see from your friends, it just, it creates a depression, a sense of lack. Um, so that's just my little soapbox moment. Um, and you're probably wondering why I am actually recording on the day that I said that I would record um, and posting. So this is the day that I'm going to try to um, keep posting on. And um, that's mainly because I didn't go to class. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and I actually just woke up, if you can't tell. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm going to try to keep it to today <laughs> and um, I'll get that squared away I'll soon. <laughs> um, just with my schedule, it's just, it's always crazy. Um, <clears throat> which, uh, it actually does kind of bring me back to, um, my last post. And for anybody out there who's been single a very, very, very long time, um, and they're frustrated, this is only for people who've been single for a long time, because I think there's something different in that, um, versus someone who just broke up with somebody or whatever, and it's only been a year. Um, so this is just for the people who actually have wondered, you know, am I actually going to meet someone? Am I going to have a legitimate relationship with someone, um, you know, that's happy, that's good, and am I going to... ever get married or you know like just again over my history I have never I maybe been on one legitimate date and I have never had an actual relationship with anybody so I I've definitely met my share of guys to uh who wanted to take advantage um and people who only it's really odd but people who only saw the physical and who didn't see anything more of who I was um with my personality or anything like that and I saw my friends you know dating and having actual relationships and this is in college by the way 
because it sure didn't happen in high school. Nobody looked at me. Um, and I, I keep thinking, like, what the hell is the difference between then and when I went to college? I didn't, like, my looks didn't change that much. I don't know. But whatever. Um, I actually get, like, the opposite of, like, any positive attention for looks and it just kind of like you just kind of press a button and it changes <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know what the fuck is with that but anyway um but yeah never had a relationship and then in college I started to get you know like attention like just based on physical attributes um or, you know that's that's all that I could say but then my friends would date and have relationships and I always thought like am I not attractive enough to have a an actual relationship for someone to want to be with me and I think back to you know like things that I could have changed maybe been more approachable and all that shit but I mean I can't really think of anything not that I am perfect and I was doing everything the right way <laughs> and still didn't you know um but it's just, it's always eluded me, an actual relationship. And I'm talking to those people who are in the same boat, who have never actually dated, who have never had a relationship before, like something real, two people liking each other for more than just the physical. And... You know, actually spending time together, wanting to spend time together, that whole thing. Um, and I'm like 30. Um, and I'm wondering why, you know, I'm still having this issue. <laughs> um, I mean, it could be for a different reason than in college like, okay, that's fine, um, but just, like, bringing religion into it, you know, I feel I'm, I'm very blessed in the things that I do have, um, the direction that my career is finally going, um, as I've made episodes now, and I can't remember the details of them, but as I mentioned before, like, there was a time frame, seven years, where nothing was going on, no progress was being made, no matter how hard I tried, and, um, <clears throat> I had to sort of, in a way, take a second career route, um, if you can call it that, 
but I, I feel blessed in all of those areas, and I know that without God, I wouldn't have a roof over my head right now. Um, I wouldn't have these things. Um, the scholarship that I actually did get for all the hard work um, from last semester, that's, you know, that's something that I'm definitely grateful for. Um, and I think that God had a hand in all of that, but I just don't see why my love life is, I don't know, maybe kept on the back burner or why, um, he is not doing anything in that arena. Um, from my perspective, I'll say that, um, but I pretty much like lost all hope in that. Um, I don't know if any of you out there have felt the same way, but I mean, I've been kind of angry with God because of that. And I've, I've really been in the slump and I was listening to another podcast, which is great. Um, I think her name is Star Burrows, but, um, for single Christian women, um, what she, she actually has several points that are, are really good, but, um, she actually did bring up something that made me think, and that was, are you, like, believing for a miracle, even, um, because if you think about it, it pretty much does take a miracle, for some reason, not for some people, but it does take a miracle to meet the person that you're really meant to be with, um, or a person, I won't say that, the person that is good for you to be with in God's eyes, and, you know, all the boxes are checked, and, you know, everything with that, it does take a miracle, and, um, you know, she's talked about removing a wall, even, um, and that wall, for me, being complacency, um, a little bit, and just being apathetic towards the whole thing, like, okay, I mean, before I was saying, okay, well, you know, whatever happens, happens, and it may just not be the right time, but then I think about it, like, you know, when I was younger, excuse me, when I was younger, um, I would actually, and in, in, including college, I would be very frustrated with the fact that I hadn't had a relationship and I see this going for so many other people and I felt like I was lacking and like something was missing and blah, 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 all of that. Um, 
I had those feelings. So I actually did try to be asexual. (laughs) As silly as it sounds, but that was the only way that my mind could, like, get around the fact that I didn't want to have those feelings. But I did, and they were a nuisance, as they still are now. Um, I wanted to be a robot. (laughs) So because it it just didn't make sense to be upset about something that I couldn't have. Um, And obviously I couldn't have it because I never did. Um, And so I, being now 30, I have become that robot (laughs) a bit, but there is still that nagging, nagging thought that you know I the best way to put it was and and I'll go ahead and say this I have PMDD um which I believe is premenstrual dysphoric disorder um I think <laughs> I like I I have previously known the correct the um the full thing for it. I just don't remember right now as I had just woken up. Um as I mentioned again. So, um I I have been having that issue. Um it's where you get like bitchy and things can easily frustrate you or make you cry um like two weeks before your period a whole two weeks before your period normally it's like one week or a few days but yeah and it can I think it can present itself at any point so um so it's it's not like oh I haven't had that before well you might get it, <laughs> um, to be so blunt, but, um, I, I have been dealing with that, and there was a moment when I was so frustrated, so, like, I was on the verge of tears with something, um, that was happening in class that was, like, just an annoyance to everybody else but I was frustrated and um it was actually before a test um that we were taking in a different way um and um technology was not being kind to us that day um or not kind to everybody I'll say that So, before we actually took the test, when things got straightened out, finally, um, they told us to go ahead and kind of, you know, take a breather, just walk around and get back on focus, you know, um, and so I did, I, I, I mean, I didn't take a lap around, 
but um I did go into another classroom a dark classroom and someone came in um and I just remember you know that person I I obviously wanted to be alone and um and that person who was unavailable, I will say that at first, um, did come towards me in that space um, to kind of, I guess, talk things out and make me feel better, um, which had been done in the past, I had noticed. But just in that moment, I knew I was overly emotional, but in that moment, I just wanted to hug that person, and I knew I couldn't. Um, That would be stepping out of bounds. (laughs) But in that moment, just someone who came into that space noticed that I was, like, upset and was even caring enough to try to, you know, sort of calm me down and just talking things out. And, you know, it's like I know not everybody in a relationship has that all of the time. But I feel like you would have more access to that by being in a relationship than by not being in one. So, um, the chances are higher for you, (laughs) but, um, for anybody who says, like, oh, my relationship isn't perfect, well, I'm not saying that it is, I'm saying you have a better chance of being able to go to someone that you are with on that level, and for them to, you know, sort of not make everything go away, but kind of make the world go away for a moment, sort of, (laughs) you know, um, to bring comfort. And they may not do that all the time. They may not do that in the way that you want, but you have a better chance of getting that than I do. Um, and I don't mean like anything from a friend, but just like, which is greatly appreciated, but just on a different level, if that can be understood, um, but, uh, I just, I remember not being able to go to someone, not being able to call someone, not being able to hug a certain person, like, that, is what really, really triggered a lot of this, um, to where I just thought, you know what, I am 30 years old, I've never been in a relationship, a real relationship, and apparently that is something that I want, because of that moment, um, And, I mean, since we're all being vulnerable here, 
um, I do have feelings for that person from that moment in the dark room, the dark classroom, but I can't act on them. Um, so it's just realizing that, nope, I'm not asexual. Nope, I'm not a robot. (laughs) There is still this nagging, annoying thing that still eludes me that I want to go away that I don't even want to deal with. But it just, it keeps bothering me and I don't want to deal with it because there is no formula to fixing it. It's not like, okay, well, I'll study this and I'll study that and blah, blah, blah. I'll do this and that and then I'll make that grade. Um, there's no, like, it's it's highly dependent on somebody else. You have no control in it. Um, some people like that kind of shit, like, oh, yeah, no control, my feelings are just all over the place, and that's what makes me feel alive. Wow. Um, I am not that way. (laughs) But, um, it's, it's like you can't just go to the store and, you know, get a tub of ice cream that says tall, dark, and handsome, and you know take that home with you and you're good like it it doesn't work that way um so that's what's frustrating about it and that's why I have wished and prayed over the years for that to be removed from my life um and I tried to get around it but I can't So I would think that those feelings are there for some reason or else it's just plain torture for me to have them when that's not in God's will for me at all. Um, So that's where like the anger comes in and it's like, okay, well, I've had these feelings. Like, what, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to suffer? Like that dark room, it, it, dark classroom, it felt like a cruel joke. It absolutely felt like a cruel joke. And, and I thought, like, okay, God has a sense of humor, I know that, but why would he do that? Like, I, I know I'm not all-knowing, all-seeing, but why would he let that happen for me to feel this way now. Um, but it, um, and call me bitter, but I, I mean, it's just, it's hard to deal with. Um, so I've been trying to listen to podcasts. I've been trying to look videos up. Um, again, my church doesn't really have um, an outlet for singles. Um, my church, my churches in my area, <laughs> the churches in my area don't have 
um, an outlet or a, a place for single people. They're like moving away from that and they're moving into this like multi-generational group shit that I don't like because I'm not going to, I'm not the same as a 20 year old who's single, who's been single for a while. I am like I'm different now because I'm I'm pretty much like supposed to be a full-fledged adult out on my own with my career all set and you know like marriage is a real thought <laughs> at this point um having children is a real thought so it's it's very 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 different um than what a 20-year-old is going through. Not that they don't get married or anything like that, but it's just, it's a different mindset. And I don't, I want to talk to people who are on my wavelength. So hopefully that's what I'm doing at this very moment. Um, But, like, it's, it's just been extremely frustrating even though I've tried to, you know, listen to Star Burrows and, you know, try to get my head out of the negativity that I feel about this whole thing, which has made me, you know, the thing that I fear is being so successful and, you know, doing everything that I've wanted to do, travel the world and all that stuff, working in the career that I want to work in, and I come to, like, I, I come back home at the end of the day and I'm alone. And I feel what I feel now um, very often, which is this emptiness, this loneliness, this, um, which is a big step for me to, to say the L word, <laughs> um, which it shouldn't be it's a it's a valid feeling um but to like cry myself to sleep sometimes just because I don't have anyone to like share my day with anyone to cuddle and do you know whatever um like physically touching someone in that way that has that does not happen for me um like a warm embrace just like that or a kiss on the cheek or whatever like those things just don't happen those things are not a part of my day um and it's like again it has made me feel robotic but in the sense that I don't want to feel that way um in that I I wonder like what is the meaning to everything what is the meaning to this life even and um back when I was talking about near-death experiences in a previous episode um a lot of people say that they felt um unconditional love when they were up there with Jesus. Um, and that 
kind of hit me and thinking of it I thought okay well there's no way you're gonna feel unconditional love down here like with people regular people like those people those same people who had near-death experiences who had families down here on earth and they loved them so dearly they are really torn between going back to fulfill their duties for those people versus staying up there in heaven and they were given that choice um and they you know someone who like you would say like oh I have unconditional love for this person you would think that you would you know go back in a heartbeat but no nope so no human has unconditional love like there there is some form of torture there is some form of greatness and pleasure and wonderfulness that is heaven pretty much <laughs> um that will that won't uh make you i don't know betray this person or that person or not be there for that person or whatever like it's not possible only god can love unconditionally and so I thought I was thinking you know in my sort of grief or whatever um downtroddenness what like what is the point of any love down here on earth um you know like what is the point of all of it and what is the point of anything And so that's all been this big soup in my mind and it's like, it sucks. Um, Still taking my meds somewhat regularly, so that might have a little bit to do with it. The Wilbutrin was all off. But still, um, it's like, it's frustrating. That's all. um just trying to find the meaning and everything and I I know that there's more to life than work and success and that's what I'm afraid of getting to the end of all that where I've I'm at where I want to be professionally financially all of that and with friendships great but alone at the end of the day and feeling like I'm missing something like I do now and I know no one else can like complete me um except God but having somebody else in your corner like it would be nice um you know having a buddy who would, you know, just the reasons why somebody would want to be in a relationship anyway. Just those things, those differences. But, um, wow, it's been like 40 minutes almost since I've been going. But that's what I've been dealing with. And if you guys, you know, have felt the same way, please definitely leave messages, reach out, anything positive. 
I appreciate it. Um, anything positive towards each other. Actually, nothing but uh, anything positive. Or if you want to vent your own struggles, that's cool. But no bullshit with, like, rude comments and all that stuff. Um, I hate that I have to say that, but people are... Some people just don't get it. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm sort of in that space right now. Please... You know, from what I was saying earlier, please take that to heart. Um, let this be a day that you're you're honest about your struggles and you're you're more vulnerable and you know the hard stuff that it took to get to a happy moment that you want to post about, post that stuff too. Because that's what's reality. Um and that's, you know, not just Facebook but Instagram, Twitter, whatever whatever you're on, but, um, yeah, so I just, I urge people to do that today, as I yawn, (laughs) sorry, I urge people to do that every day, but just, like, today, try to do that, baby steps, whatever, um, but, yeah, and then, um, listen to Starborough's, um, she has some great podcasts out there that have made me maybe change my way of thinking just a little bit we're gonna see today (laughs) but um yeah the more that I find podcasts or um you know things of that nature out there for single Christians I'll try to tell you guys about that and sort of make that available for you guys as resources um, so yeah, thank you again for listening for this long time. <laughs> um, if I have any regular listeners out there, I have no clue. Uh, I do appreciate it. Thank you very much for that. Um, and if you would like to support the podcast or support a, um, <laughs> a nursing student, um, I would definitely appreciate it, and there should be, like, a little button somewhere up there that says that you can do that through Apple Pay, even. Um, I appreciate it, but it's not about that. It's about trying to reach people who are in the same boat, and hopefully I have done that today. So, again, thank you for listening to The Treasure Chest, and, um, I will hopefully be talking to you soon.